1: The Australian Ghost Whisperer with Katerine Legato and James Jennings.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode today.
1: Yes. And today we're going to talk about how to be a healer. So Kat's obviously done healing for many, many years now. I'm sure do people come and ask you about how to get into healing
2: yes yes often and there's a lot of people that i meet that come to me that are have a very beautiful natural gift mm-hmm. so i'm able to sort of give them some guidance and some tips to work with their gift mm-hmm. to develop it
1: so people have like natural affinity for that mm-hmm. what sort of things can they notice about themselves that 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 point towards there being a natural affinity like mm, what what about mm. them makes them i think i can do this
2: yeah absolutely so it, to me i believe that people that are going to go out and feel this this desire to heal and help it's it's something that they've come into this world to do mm-hmm. at a soul level they've decided to come here and at a certain point in their life it's like it's almost like they're getting this calling that they want to kind of do more they want to develop their gifts they're they're sensing things they're feeling things they're feeling like they're a little bit different to everybody else Mm -hmm. sometimes a lot of these people feel a little isolated and alone and they're not sure who they can talk to things about about how they're feeling Mm -hmm. so with becoming a healer as i said I know that this, you know, I do see this and I think that there's a, a lot of courses out there and sometimes people that really shouldn't be healers are doing these courses and setting themselves up as healers and doing a great deal of damage to themselves and to the people that they're healing because they're not quite prepared. Becoming a healer is is something that you have to commit to 100%, which means you got to be deeply dedicated and committed. Mm. You have to live a very clean lifestyle. You can't go out drinking, boozing, doing drugs, eating a whole bunch of crap and then thinking that the next day you're going to be able to get into a high frequency to actually heal somebody. So
1: lifestyle choices are obviously really important. The most important
2: important thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And more so, they have to have time to work through their own issues Mm -hmm. because, again, people that I see that have just done a course and set themselves up as healers or whatever, tarot readings or whatever it is, often they've done no work on themselves Mm -hmm. and they're using this as 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 a screen to not look deeply into themselves and heal their own wounds mm. um and because you know this field is very um what's the word it it there's it's it's not controlled it's a very unregulated unregulated mm. and and anybody can set themselves up and say that they're whatever they want to be yeah but with it comes a great deal of karmic responsibility like if you're Mm. setting yourself up and you really think that you know you're not quite ready to do it but you just want to do it because you know everybody else is doing it it feels a bit trendy you must understand that there will be you know karmic repercussions to what you're doing so it's something that you need to take very seriously so and I know that there's a lot of amazing people out there that do have beautiful gifts. So I always recommend, firstly, is first of all, work through your own issues, work through, heal yourself first as much as you can. And this is a journey that I also took. Even though I was speaking with, you know, people on the other side and spirits, and I had this wonderful connection with my guides and. They still, you know, I still went through many, many years of working through my own stuff, going on my own personal healing journey, and I still do on a regular mm. basis, you know. The healing, the personal healing journey is never finished. So, you know, and the lifestyle, you know, mm. I, it's very disciplined. Like I, I don't touch alcohol at all at all at all at all like I just don't even I don't even like it to be honest and Mm. you know when I'm you know preparing for work the next day I make sure that I'm in bed early that I'm getting sufficient sleep that I'm you know in the the right headspace that I'm able to be on a higher frequency the next day to help people Mm. because people bring all kinds of stuff with them and if you're not vibing at the right frequency then you're going to start taking their stuff on and this is something i've also seen people become very sick because they they set themselves up as healers they're trying to do energy work on people but they're actually you know taking on people's stuff they're um they're you know messing about with people's energy without a real understanding about what they're doing and all of this just leads to chaos Mm. so it really is about take your time you know step at a time work through your own stuff first and then you know Connect in very deeply with yourself, because if you're someone who's meant to be a healer, then you will have a very deep connection with your inner world, with your spirit that's there to support you, your higher self. And, you know, work with that. Find your style. Find, you know, I think you've got to feel comfortable with the style that you're choosing to work with, how you're choosing to work with people. And, and look at what, what am I seeing when I look at people's energy. Like, a lot of practice is so important. Perhaps, you know, you can practice with friends or maybe friends that have other friends that, you know, you don't know too much about. Like, I'd advise lots of practice and sense, feel the energy. But most of all, don't work to a point where you're then giving of your own life force over. You have to realise that there's only perhaps a certain amount of energy work you can do in a day. It might just be to start off with one person. And that's fine, you know, because you you don't want to work to a a place where you become very tired Mm. and you feel very drained and then you've taken on all everybody's stuff and then you can become quite your own energy, quite toxic, Mm. quite polluted. And then when that happens then you're not going to be of any good to yourself or to anybody else mm.
1: in the early days of you doing healing did mm. you find did you learn that the hard way were you giving too much of your life force and energy and I mean, I'm just wondering if that's a. a I think at
2: some stages I was. I was, mm. you know, certain people would come and I'd feel so sorry for them and I'd let them, I felt bad to sort of say, oh, the hour's over mm. and I've got to kind of move them on. Mm. And, you know, I didn't, uh, it, it was hard to set the boundaries because mm. you feel sorry and you want to help them. And mm. I think when I started out, uh, you know, I was over helping, maybe over giving. So obviously through, yeah, some 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 tough times where it cost me my own health, mm. that my guides would be, you've got to create the boundaries. You can always tell them to come back and for your own health and, and wellness. So yes, I did need to learn all that also. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but then again, I didn't go off to do courses and so you know i just was going with my own inner guidance and what my guides were showing me and so but eventually i got it and even now you know there's only a certain amount of people i can see in a day and sometimes people will call and go i'm so desperate please you've got to fit me in but i have to hold back as tempting as it is to say i'll squeeze you in Mm. i know that then it's going to cost me you know come at a cost to myself, and yeah. also to that person, because then I say to them, I'm not going to be able to give you my best, mm. because I'm, this isn't like you're squeezing in an extra haircut, you are doing yeah. energy <laughs> work with people, yeah. and you're removing out of people, you know, um, all kinds of stuff that you're removing out of people. Mm. Mm. So, It is a big responsibility um, to become a healer. It it is a beautiful, it's an honour to do this work and there's so much joy in helping people. But um, you really need to take your time with the process and love yourself and nurture yourself and be ready. Be ready to make that change in your own personal lifestyle. Really Mm. make that change of you know there can't be alcohol they can't mm. be you know toxic drugs or toxic type of eating you have to look after yourself you have to get to bed early you're gonna you know in times that you will feel really isolated that perhaps you know your friends don't get you that you're going through changes as you evolve and shift you're going to go through changes you're going to feel like there's nobody here for me and these there are lessons in that and learning to sort of be able to hold your own sacred space without needing you Mm -hmm. you can't become a healer and help people and go out and be very needy to have you know friends following you or telling you what to do and so you do have to learn to hold your own strength and hold your own power and be able to be in your own space and be alone because Mm. when you're alone that's when you're able to really reflect And go into those deeper levels of yourself and and be open to the teachings that are coming through, the Mm. downloads that are coming through. And that can only come from spending time on your own, in quiet, in nature. You need peace. You need calmness. You can't have this chaotic life where, you know, you're going out and all this socializing Mm. and then thinking that you're going to go in the next day. And um,
1: gotta make be, sacrifices. Be
2: able to heal people. Well, this is the thing. Do you see that as a? I don't see it as a sacrifice. Mm. I see it as I love my time when yep. I'm alone. Yep. Uh, to me, it's not a sacrifice. I know that by having you know time to myself, that I'm going to be able to be better at what I do because I'm going to work and I'm mm. I'm you know to my clinic and I feel. Prepared and ready to meet the day and to meet the people and be able to give them my best.
1: Mm. It's funny what you're saying about giving up alcohol and Mm. toxic drugs and that kind of stuff because I've I've definitely known people who, if you ask them, they would claim to be very spiritual people, but like absolutely into drugs, alcohol, Mm. sleeping around, and that kind of stuff. And it's (laughs) like they don't—they don't quite. They don't quite go together, do they? It's like it's
2: it's like you've got to they can't you've got to you're yeah. just going to end up really messed up and messing up other people's energy, and mm. then you know, with that comes karmic consequences. Yeah. But look, I believe that becoming a healer is truly a calling. It's something that a soul has made a decision that they're going to come here to be of service to help, and it, it burns deeply in your heart. And it just happens. You don't even need to force it. When I look back at my life, it just, the doors opened up. I didn't leave school saying this is what I'm going to do. I have no idea. But the doors opened up and I was always guided in different directions where, yeah, it led to where I am now. Mm. You know, and that process happened very naturally. It didn't happen by force or, you know, it just, the doors opened up. And as each door opened up, I got prepared for different, the different people I would meet, the different things I was learning Mm. about the world that we live in and how there's so much more, you know, to just, you know, what we see you know in the physical world you know just the five senses you you have to be open to understanding also that you know people want to open up their third eye and i want to see i want to see i want to see you're going to also see the good and the bad Mm. because to become a healer you're you can't just be in a little bubble and say i'm just going to see good things because people are going to come in and they're going to have some bad stuff attached to them and you have to know how to hold and maintain that Mm. energy and not allow it to get out of you know out of um
1: What's
2: the word I want to say? Out of control. Out of control. Thank you,
0: James. Out of control. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role.
2: you have to know how to hold and keep everything contained mm. so that you can deal with it because otherwise, if if you don't know how to keep things contained, then things get out of control. And when people come in, especially say they have entities and things like that attached to them, those entities are part of a realm of other entities. So if you don't have things under control, then those those realms will unleash on Mm. you. And Mm. I knew of someone that this happened to a long time ago, and she was so insistent that she wanted to heal people and she wanted to do. She'd gone off to do Reiki and whatever. And again, I'm not putting anything down. I'm just saying it was all very forced. But, look, you know, again, she it was her lesson. It was her journey. What and happened? I, what happened to her? Well, one night, um, so she rang me and she said she was doing a healing on this person and this person had an entity and what was she to do? She didn't know what to do. And I'm like, I was at work with mine, and I couldn't. So, anyway, ended up that things got out of control. Mm. And the woman got very scared and she started screaming and they both ran out of the building they were in, oh the God. clinic room she'd set up, screaming and carrying on. And, um, you know, and when she told me, I was just completely horrified. I mm. thought, my God, like what have you done to this person who obviously had maybe come in to have this thing removed? Mm. And, I mean, that is just not, you know, very unprofessional and very traumatising for both of them, you know. Mm. So these are the types of things that can happen. So, again, you have to be ready to confront. And I remember, like, spending many years with my guides where they showed me you know the lower worlds the hellish realms and and how they connect to people how they can work through people how they can create havoc in people's lives so that that again i was able to understand that that also helped me when I went off to clear houses or when people came and they had like things connected to them. And then there's people, you know, that were coming to me that had had curses put on them or black magic done to them. So uh, I had to be so 100% dedicated and committed because there's there's no space for a mistake you know mm. it's not like something that you're typing and you can just delete it and carry on like you have to be 100 percent sure of what you're doing yeah
1: absolutely so you've talked about a lot of your learnings came from downloads and intuition Mm. and just spending
2: time in meditation going out into the astral and actually experiencing Mm. the spirit realm right so
1: so you've you've made it very clear that the number one thing to do is that the work to do on yourself is key to to doing this
2: because you can't carry your trauma into your clinic room into someone else's Mm. yeah life
1: so so If someone is wanting to be a healer or getting to being a healer, and they're feeling that, I guess that pull towards it, yeah,
2: please do it. Can they? Can they? Process. Can they?
1: Process. Can they find someone to teach them as well? Like, I I know that you've talked about how, like, some people aren't legit. Like, is my questions are: Is it okay for people to seek out uh, a mentor or a teacher? And if so, how can? What's the best way for them to determine that that person is legit and
2: yeah well have a look at so if you're going to seek out a mentor or a teacher uh, first of all i would be looking at you know what what if are they healers themselves are they busy what you know what do they believe in how do they open up what are they channeling do they know how to shut down do they know how to clear a space after you've finished a healing you so know, these are things you need to look at. Have they worked through their own stuff? What's their personal life like? You know, are they out kind of partying or are they somebody, you know, what are they doing in their own personal life? What are they eating? Well, I know these are crazy questions, but they make a big difference.
1: Yeah, and you, you know, can ask that. You can yeah, talk to the person. Have a right to. If yeah. you're
2: choosing someone to mentor you, then you have a right. And if this person is refusing to answer those questions mm. and say, "Oh, you are getting too personal? Well, then I think think again. Yeah. But your best mentor is yourself and you have remember with if you are somebody who's really meant to be a healer trust me and believe me that you will have a lot of spiritual help around you to help you achieve that so you don't really need to look to another person for all of that mentoring
1: Mm. you
2: need to just look deeply within yourself and the beautiful inner guidance that is already there imprinted within your soul, because this is your sole purpose. You've come here to do that. So all that you need is already within you. Mm. So please understand that. The other thing is, you know, maybe look to work through issues. And that's, you know, we've all, all of us, when we're born here, we're living on this planet, we're all gonna have issues to different degrees, Mm. okay, that we need to clear because that makes you a clearer vessel of holding that higher vibration, holding the higher light. If you've got someone who's a healer and they're traumatized and they've got this terrible life and, you know, then they're not going to be able to give you, be able to channel and hold that clear light and energy for Mm. you, are they? Mm. Absolutely not. Mm. You can't trust, remember that you know, you're putting your energy into someone else's hands. You've got to be, you know, 100% confident that you can completely trust them and they're going to do the right thing by you. Mm. So, you know, for people who, and I do meet lots of wonderful people who are meant to be healers, and absolutely they they will receive the spiritual help they need. They already have the imprint of what they need on, on their in within their own spirit, so they can rely on that. And often, yes, they've got stuff to resolve, mm. and that's okay. Go and resolve it because that's just going to make your gifts more powerful. Yeah, you know, the more you've resolved yourself, the more you, inner peace you can have within yourself. The more powerful a healer you are going to become. Yeah. But if you're carrying all these burdens and issues, then that's going to be very difficult.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. It, and I guess it's I mean this is staying the obvious, but also you know if you do want to be a healer, like, you know question your motivation as to why. It's oh, yeah. If you're yeah, doing it because exactly. you it's it's you know it's it seems kind of cool or you know because a lot of spiritual stuff is kind of trendy now and mm. you know people have like little groups and retreats and things and it might seem like it's kinda of like it fits into your lifestyle and your image, then that's the wrong reason to do it. It's it's I guess it's gotta come from a very pure place of genuinely wanting to help people in it and it's and leaving ego out of it is that yeah that's probably yeah and you shouldn't
2: be and it shouldn't be forced it, it will all happen naturally you you know you don't worry about where are the people going to come from where am i going to find my it will happen god will guide you mm. because you have a mission to accomplish and you know and i have in my years met some incredibly beautiful gifted healers and um that are doing amazing work but sadly I've met some people that uh are not that way inclined and are just doing it because, yeah, for whatever reason which is not really the right reasons. Mm. Um so, but I so also me. say to people who go to healers is you know, again, you know, make sure that they are going to be able to keep you safe. Mm. Mm. And I if f- they start telling you that they're gonna You know, throw eggs behind you or put little (laughs) things in eggs, or they've got to kill a chicken or they're going to have to, you know, um, do spells, then run for your life. And that it's going to cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Because I can't begin to tell you how many hundreds of these stories I've heard. You know, I went to this woman and she told me that if I, you know, she did some spills over these eggs and if I throw them over the, you know, my shoulders at Friday at 9 o'clock at night that the spill is going to go and then I've got to go to the beach and throw something else in the water like, like our oceans need more pollution. <laughs> <laughs> like let's not even go there. <sighs> the stupidity of the things I have heard is, just makes me so angry because then the good ones like us get put in the basket with these crazies. The crackpots. The crackpots, you Mm -hmm. know. And um, you know, and ruins our reputations. That you know, and I know all the great healers out there would feel the same way. We get really pissed when these people, you know, and they, they you know, and and they're paying these people hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars mm. to just put more, more spells, more bullshit, more havoc in their lives. Like, how is throwing a freaking egg over your shoulder going to clear a spell? You need to energetically clear mm-hmm. you energy you use the high frequency energy to clear lower energy you don't do it by chopping a chicken's neck off or going and walking on the beach and you know throwing things that you know they don't even know what they've thrown because it's something that the the little whatever I don't you want to call these people who gave her yeah. or him. So yeah, like and what what these people don't realize that are doing this shit really, because that's what it is, that you know, they're gonna have to face God at the end of their lives. You know, there's no getting away. We're gonna have mm. to face that creator. Mm. And, you know, and I'm not saying that any of us he- here to be God, but if we're genuinely trying to do our best and we're working on the right side of the light, then we're fine. But if you're not doing that and your only motivation is to you know your ego or just to make a whole bunch of money Mm. then i don't know you know i don't know you're not going to have a very easy time when you go home yeah
1: so i guess the 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 general rule of thumb here is if you want to get into healing and be a healer it should be a very naturally driven process that flows Mm. and it'll take the time it takes you'll learn the way you learn but it could be you can't force it is what i'm no, saying it it's, not, it's, not, it's not it's not it's not something you can just will into years. happening no it, it's it
2: has to be and a if very you're organic someone process going off doing course after course after course after course then i think that you need to rethink that too
1: Right. there you go good yeah. advice so take take the natural flowing approach, not the button your head yeah. up against the and wall. And you know, approach.
2: being a healer can come in so you know, it doesn't mean that maybe you need to energetically work for people on people being a healer can mean that you're holding sacred space that your beautiful energy everywhere you go you're just bringing light into people's lives love and light into their environment it doesn't have to be an official thing we're all healers in different ways some people have a beautiful way of smiling that lights up someone else's you know, that's going through a hard time, some people just bring this beautiful heart of love into people's lives. So, you know, healers come in many, many different ways. It doesn't have to be of a, you know, I'm going to be in a clinic, and this is how I'm Mm. going to work, you know,
1: that's true, because there there are special people that that you you come across
2: around. Yeah, yeah, their energy is
1: like, so beautiful and bright. It's just like,
2: you're receiving a healing Mm anyway just being around people like that yeah yeah yeah. that they're just so beautiful and uplifting and and they are healers themselves
1: absolutely yeah all right well there you go so if you want to be how to be a healer it's not a it's not an easy path of like you know you do xyz it's Mm -hmm. it's a it's a path of spiritual growth and eternal learning and growth yeah Yeah. and looking inward and um Mm And trying to avoid the pitfalls that we've outlined today i guess yeah that's right yeah okay all right well on that note we'll leave it there
2: thank you everybody please um don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button to support our channel
1: indeed yes thank you we'd appreciate that
2: uh have a beautiful day (laughs) lots of love to you
1: all thank you indeed thanks everyone bye-bye bye to gain access to private spiritual development classes guided meditations and live Q A's with Katarina, please visit www.patreon That's P A T R E O N. dot com forward slash the Australian Ghost Whisperer. Even on
0: a budget, quality is non-negotiable.